0: Once upon a time, Pokemon was unchallenged in its space. It's such a seemingly simple concept, but until it stagnated a decade ago, few competitors stepped into the ring. That's all changed in recent years with a crop of indie games that take the formula either literally or figuratively. Temtem is the former, and Monster Sanctuary is the latter. It combines the monster-catching and turn-based battles of Pokemon with the side-scrolling perspective and design of a Metroidvania. It launched into Game Pass in December 2020, but is its strange mix a real pocket monster or a piece of lint? Let's find out if Monster Sanctuary is a game pass or a game fail. Despite its innovative aspirations, Monster Sanctuary is much closer to Pokemon than Metroid. Battles are frequent, but the combat system is up to the task. You choose three critters from a party of six. Each has its own strengths and weaknesses, along with various actions to deal damage or deliver buffs. The twist is that you're always building up a high damage combo, so sometimes it's smart to weaken the opponent's defenses with your first few turns before delivering a devastating blow. This tactic is essential when tackling a boss and increases your chances of getting eggs to hatch new critters. Customizing your stable is much deeper than in Pokémon. As you play, you earn skill points that can be used in a myriad of ways. You earn new attacks and can enhance old ones, or use the points to get granular with stat increases or assign bonus buffs to existing actions. Equipping party members with weapons and accessories enhances their capabilities even further. You can even upgrade gear with loot. Things start to go a bit overboard with the feeding mechanic, but there's no denying you have far more control over your zoo than in any Pokémon game. While there are plenty of twists on the Pokemon template, the Metroid side of things is fairly mundane. Movement and jumping feels good, but enemy encounters interrupt the flow far too often. The maps are large and there aren't enough fast travel points, but there are some interesting puzzles tucked inside. You can use monster abilities to break walls or activate orbs to uncover secrets. There's even a limited use Glide, but unlocking the double jump is ultimately far more valuable in making progress. If there's one way that Monster Sanctuary is most like Pokémon, it's the rote story. You are a new monster keeper in a legendary bloodline, and massive creatures have invaded the land. You must stop them. The members of the other bloodlines are your rivals, and you'll occasionally battle them in their one-note personalities. It's very familiar. Our big criticism of Monster Sanctuary is that it's too simple to solve its matchups. Monster types fall well short of the 18 included in Pokemon, so there's not much to ponder before each turn. Some creatures are strong or weak against physical or magical types, but otherwise, you can use the same strategies time after time. While each area does present new monsters, there aren't enough of them, so things get repetitive rather quickly. At its heart, Pokemon is a turn-based RPG with scores of potential party members possessing simplified movesets. There's no shortage of this genre on Game Pass but Monster Sanctuary is the only option in the Monster Raising subset. There are plenty of Final Fantasy games that provide more enriching stories, and then there are other comps like Dragon Quest XI and Yakuza Like a Dragon, which each provide their own spins on the formula. Some games do let you collect monsters like Dragon Quest Builders 2 and Slime Rancher, but the combat is action-based. Then there's Darkest Dungeon, which lets you customize a vast collection of party members, but lacks further similarities. The Metroidvania subgenre is stacked on Game Pass. No matter what aesthetic you're looking for, there's something to try. Guacamelee 2 is an excellent choice if you're looking for something lighthearted, while perennial Game Pass or Fail comp Dead Cells leads the pack if you're looking for something a little more serious. If you'd prefer a mix of the whimsy and wild, the two Ori games are both excellent. Hollow Knight checks the Weird indie box. So while there are plenty of turn-based RPGs and Metroidvanias on the service, there's no other game that combines the two concepts like Monster Sanctuary. Now it's time to find out, is Monster Sanctuary a game pass or a game fail? Monster Sanctuary's battle mechanics add heft to the Pokemon formula and also subtract at times, but its skirmishes are always interesting. Monster customization is bloated, but we'd rather have too many options than not enough. It doesn't graft cleanly onto the Metroidvania template, and it doesn't have much personality, but that bar is pretty low. It's simple story and design make it easy to step away from, come back much later, and hit the ground running. That's a hallmark of any great addition to Microsoft's sample-heavy service. There's also nothing else quite like it. Monster Sanctuary gets a Game Pass. For next week, the randomizer selects Dark Pictures Man of Madame